right, I got this plan. I'm, I'm going to use lasers, right? But I'm going to use it for social security. Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation, where we try to find some of the cool technologies and innovations that we see in academia uh, so that you don't have to. We want to help amplify those technologies and help them find a place out there in the real world. They might help actual people. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Scher, PhD in Science Wizard. How's it going, Tyler? Good. How are you doing, Charlie? Not bad. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Also with us is Joe Rungi. Dr. Law Dog and Entrepreneur Werewolf. Hey, Charlie. Hi. I am got my game face on. I think I'm. I got a record to defend here, and um, I think I got to get it done. But That's foreshadowing. Before yeah. I do it all, please take a moment to subscribe to the Gr- podcast. Grit your teeth. And I grow it before I do. <laughs> please subscribe to the podcast. Please take a moment to rate and review. Please tell your friends. There's going to be more pitch-offs coming from Unimed's Innovation Overground, and you want to be here for all of them. Yes, that said, I think uh, Joe kind of gave away the plot here. We are going to do a pitch show, I think. Pitch show! Because it is, um, we're getting... Undefeated! Well, <laughs> it is, well, first off, an early Happy New Year to you out there, and um, we thought in the spirit of the season... Which basically means football bowl season. Bowl season. And, and given that Nebraska, I mean, we're recording this a little in advance, but we're pretty sure Nebraska didn't make a bowl. So um, we're thinking maybe we can, or I'm thinking anyway, being a Nebraska football fan, I was hoping that uh, we might help them be better. Yeah. Besides just going to the toilet bowl. Oh. <laughs> okay. You make Sophomoric. Here's a box for you to collect your things. <laughs> Security will escort you from the building. Um, so I thought we'd do a pitch show on um, on getting these uh, – on technologies and related to perhaps helping Nebraska play football a little better. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? We good? Yeah. I can do so that. So like yeah. last time, we'll go over the ground rules. There are no rules. Okay. I will fairly, I mean, no, just arbitrarily just make stuff up as I go along. Perfect. If we're all comfortable with that. Only if you arbitrarily flip a coin to figure out who's going first. Okay. The coin has been flipped. It's in the air. Call it in the air. Man, it's a bit, it's still up there. It's, how did you do that? I threw it really a long way. Tyler, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Hold on. Okay. Okay, now I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Prepare to be amazed. All right, I'm prepared. So my product will allow you to perform at your peak for longer and not get tired sounds, as quickly. Sounds like steroids. It's called it's not. Okay. It, and it, it is purely it's fer- a scientific example of mind over matter. It's pharaoids. <laughs> <laughs> no. Schmeroids. No. It is it's called Husker Power. Husker Husker Power, which is trademarked already. You better not do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, Husker Power is an actual thing. Sure. I mean, I assumed, but <laughs> but then I saw online there was there was a few different companies that had Husker Power incorporated in their name out of Lincoln. So I was like, oh, maybe I can still use it. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll set that aside for now. <laughs> this is an an orally dissolving strip that enhances exercise capacity and delays fatigue. Husker mints. All you have to do, yeah, it's it can be a mint, it can be a little <laughs> one of those little oral strip things like a, like a Listerine strip. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So this yeah. has a little bit of a sweet taste, um, 
and uh, it was it, it it's proven to enhance athletic performance, and it's how? interesting how it does it. Okay. Yeah. So basically, think Pavlov's dog, the Pavlovian response, right? So um, he had famously mm-hmm. trained his dog to salivate and expect food upon hearing a bell ring. Lots of yeah. drooling involved. Yeah. This really. I think the Huskers have that part of it nailed. This well, good. This <laughs> this hijacks that response. It's called the the cephalic phase response. And what this does is it repeatedly induces that response. And that drooling response, believe it or not, is correlated with athletic performance, actually. So they tested this in Division One quality athletes, track athletes, and they showed improved indoor track performance uh, improved by 5%. So that doesn't sound like a lot, but... In the game of inches. College men's 10K... A really good time is sub 28 minutes. This would bring that 5% reduction in a 28-minute 10K is taking over a minute off the time, almost that's a minute and a half. That's, that's, that's like that's winning the race now, yeah. right? Your whole team's doing that. You're winning the race. In a game of football, that's like turning a 60-minute game into a 57-minute game, which, again, maybe doesn't sound like a lot, but it's going to do something. I'm going to let you know. <laughs> that is, that is going to help. <laughs> a couple of games have been won or lost in the last three minutes. That's true. Yeah, and now it's like they're going to be fresher. So okay. all they have to do is just pop in so, these little dissolving but, strips every okay, once but in a while. Now, but now, but well, do you have to worry about crossing into the performance enhancing? No, no. It sounds like it's enhancing these, the these performance. Are, this, this is, and it's a drug. It's not. It is. So this was developed by researchers. At Texas Tech, University of California, Davis, led by uh, Dr. Jamie Cooper at University of Georgia. Um, and it, wow. That's, and it's, 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 was it's, like 15 it's, universities in there? Yeah. There's, <laughs> it was a huge project. Yeah. Um, and not all football schools, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> but no, it just hijacks the pleasure reward center of athletes' brains as a performance hack. It's literally just like – it's a little more than just sugar, but it's mostly just sugar. And they showed that – that this it's not just sweet taste. They did tests with artificial sweeteners and didn't get the same results. So you need to have the carbs in there too. It's basically just huh. just carbs, just carb dissolvable carbs. So could you, <laughs> hey, hey Tyler, is it carbs? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I could just eat a piece of bread. But it's but and it, get the but same it's result? a little different, and it's patented. Importantly, okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, it's it's more simple. I'm intrigued. All right, simple carbs. Let's go to you, Joe. What do you got? Okay. So What's your pitch? Let's hear I got to come clean. I'm not a football guy. I grew up in this state. I I never really got the bug right, but I always love the Huskers, and I love the Huskers for a different reason. I think I came of age in in the late '90s when they were at their peak, right? I well mid '90s, I guess when they were at their peak, and uh, I've been maced on 72nd and Dodge, you know, trying to tear down a a, a light post. You know, I, I've been there, man. And the thing that really was that was you. That was <laughs> among others. Um, but the the thing that's really always impressed me about Nebraska football is that not that they always have the best athletes. It's that they can take a bunch of walk ons. And they can whip them into a team that's competitive. Now, those days have been gone, right? And if you think about it, Nebraska is incredibly innovative. We were doing nutrition. We were doing weight training before Mm -hmm. anyone else did it. And we're kind of at this point now where we want to relive those glory days, right? We want to relive thinking that our program is head and shoulders above the best when everyone's doing the same thing, right? Everyone has learned from us already. 
So it's time to grow again. Right. It's time to advance and it. it's time to do it in a way with a brand that everyone's going to understand. Okay. And I think that the days of doing it with nutrition and weights are gone. I think that we've rode that pony as far as it can go legally at least. And so now we need to turn to technology. And I think it's going to take more than just one technology. So I have formed Optio Defectum. It's Latin for failure is not an option. And it will use every type of technology to take any player and get them up to the point where they can play. And the two critical parts are going to be augmented reality and haptic interference. So the first technology we've licensed is haptic from interference. the University of Connecticut, and it is an ultralight augmented reality screen. So augmented reality is difficult because if you have a HoloLens on, you're not playing football, right? I mean, that thing is big and it's heavy. You yeah. need to have a lot more than, you know, your traditional foot, even like in the universe of football pads, right? And besides, you definitely are not going to be doing anything related to contact. If you fall too fast, you might break it. They, the University of Connecticut has invented these ultralight augmented reality screens. They're not the most high fidelity, but they give you information. And so the idea is that when you combine that with conventional uh, motion capture technology, you can really give real-time analysis to a football player if they are doing their job right, if their technique is good. Because like you said, this is a game of inches. And are you going to put it, this inside their helmets? How are you doing this? So We're, did yeah. I interrupt Tyler when he was talking? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think I did. So this is a competition. <laughs> so my apologies, sir. Yeah. It's all right. I've deducted one point from you. <laughs> and I've awarded it to the lady in the booth next door. She needs it. She does. So the <laughs> augmented reality platforms allow people to do really complicated and sophisticated football training stuff without a bunch of gear weighing them down. And it allows them, as Tyler suggested, to be readily placed in their actual football equipment. You don't need special gear. You just snap the augmented reality screen into it. Now, augmented reality is important because several studies have demonstrated that augmented reality may be the next step in training for complex physiological or complex job activities. And so by having that augmented reality feedback right away into the player, that's going to give them a substantial edge in training. So, so what does it look like? I mean, how does augment, so are you in your, you're in a room by yourself or is this happening That's at the great practice? thing about augmented reality. So you can be on a practice field, right? Right. And <clears throat> you could have a play route and it is actually displayed in real time exactly where you so need your So you're talking about a HUD display then? Yes, a HUD display that could help learn the specific routes, the specific patterns, specific plays, whatever they are to get that team to play more efficiently. And everyone sees the same thing. Right, and it's all from their point of view. That's really interesting. But that's not enough, Charlie, because the Huskers, they really need to step it up. So the problem with virtual reality and augmented reality is that they're not tactile. They're sort of floaty. They're looking at something and it's not really interfering with you. So the second technology that we have, as I poke at my iPad, is integrating that with a haptic feedback system. So uh, Northwestern University has developed a series of very impressive haptic systems to sort of help people who are in virtual environments actually have tactile feedback associated with what they're doing. So the idea is, is that the Optum Defectum platform will be the augmented reality section along with gloves or potentially other pads that would actually simulate some of the feels associated with football. So the idea is, is that while someone is, is uh, sort of doing initial training in sort of blocking routines, in, in whatever appropriate techniques are related to how they're supposed to be handling the ball, whatever they are, they can actually feel some simulation of that. And I don't think it needs to be perfectly accurate. We've done some work with surgeons, for example, that minimal haptic simulation is just enough to sort of 
help invest in whatever is being displayed in sort of the virtual environment. So do you use your, 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 your HUD example then, <clears throat> you know, so if the, the, the receiver, if you're talking about routes, right. you know, if, if he cut, makes his cut or his break too early, maybe the, his helmet vibrates? Is no. So that? he would have a pair of gloves. And as he reaches out, if he's in the right spot, he would get some feedback to say you caught the ball, right? But you wouldn't have to throw the ball over and over. You could run the route over and over and over again. And the idea is in space, there's already this notion of where the football needs to be. And if you have your hands in the right place, you catch it. Or at least you get some small haptic feedback associated with it. So as a coach, I would want my quarterback to learn to throw better. Right. So I would want to actually throw and catch. I'm not saying the haptic feedback is a replacement for it. Yeah. But it is an alternative way in which you can run more reps with lower impact. And that gets to the main focus. So the problem with football is that it is punishing. And recovery is difficult, especially during the season when you are actually playing games. To run a lot of high-impact practices with heavy hitting is really difficult. If you could augment that with limited haptics, just enough to make a simulation believable, you would get the benefit of doing full practices with less risk of injury. It's a way in which you can expand the useful life of practice without injuring your players. Okay. Interesting. What's it called again? Opto, optimo defectum. <laughs> Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. It does. Opto, There's about as much evidence that it works as there is, it is casting a, a Harry name. Potter spell. It is a horrible name <laughs> because you have defectum in it. It's like the Nova um, car sales in in Mexico. Uh, it's, it's, it's true. Uh, it, it sounds like old, this. fancy. There's no proof. No proof that it works. Yeah, I'm. I'm highly skeptical about replacing reps with virtual reps. That's like it reminds me of when I when I played ball. There was you know you're supposed to be doing mental reps on the sideline. They ain't worth a damn, you know. Because you, you didn't have virtual augmented reality you gotta to be, help you with it. You got to be in there. You got to feel the guy pushing on you, and you got to push back. And the, the strength against strength is the you have to actually simulate. So I just want to be really clear. I mean, you I'm might not as saying well make, this is an be augment to robots. existing practice. It's not a replacement of it. It's a way in which you can extend the useful life of it without injuring your players. Now the heads-up display thing—that sounds interesting. That might—that might—that uh, might allow for more complexity in, in in game plans, which is what college football needs. <laughs> uh, what was your technology again, Tyler? Mine is—I totally forgot. It's either gum or or a, a dissolving strip. It's a gu- oh player, yeah. That's PEDs. proprietary, P- not PEDs. It's, it's, no, there's no banned substances in bit. it. No banned substances in it. These Wise men once told me, ask enough girls to go to the dance, you'll eventually get a date. <laughs> there's no banned substances, and okay. they've already tested it in athletes and shown in track athletes that they have. Uh, they're able to improve athletic performance, reduce fatigue. Okay, so then how do I decide who wins? Do I just pick arbitrarily? I, I, think, I, I think you've established to, that it's arbitrary. Do I have to pick a winner? <laughs> it's your show, man. Yeah, no. it's. Uh, but you have your big sack mm, of fake investment money. Maybe right? you could split it. You could invest some of it in the stupid idea and the rest of it in the slightly less stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're both cool technologies. Um, they are. They're that's great why I'm, technologies. I'm kind of torn they're tor- on this. They're opposite ends of the spectrum, too. There's they low are. Five what if I change my five. name? That might See, help. Charlie Litton's Cookie Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many layers to that joke. Um, like we don't have cereal. time to explain it. And I think it's time we do come to ground. Um, Opto-defectum. Opto-defectum. So that sounds like something's wrong with it. 
Husker power. This thing is about to break. That's what Opto Defectum sounds like to me. Got it. So bad name. Change the name. Um, more interested in the HUD thing. I'd probably would. So the, the augmented reality thing. I'm I'm really skeptical on that. So I think based on that, I'm gonna give my big sack yes. of money. Yes. To Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Tyler is. We the need different judges. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So that's that's the end of it. It's time to come to ground. Please take a look at the program notes. We will have lists, not including our terrible company names, but to the awesome technologies that we have discussed in the pitch-off. Yes, and also I I do want to thank our sponsors, Unimed, the Technology Transfer Office at the University of Nebraska Medical Center, the University of Nebraska at Omaha, and KVNO Studios at UNO. Uh, Thank you for their uh, gracious use of their facilities. So for Tyler Sharon, Joe Runke, I'm Charlie Litton saying thank you. And join us again on Unimed's Innovation Overground.